Duncan Lewis here, back. I know that many of you who did not attend the Tennessee Freedom Summit, I got letters, uh, cards, somebody sent me a FedEx, just people weeping, weeping because their favorite news alternative in the state of Tennessee, which talks about conservative values, sadly was not on last week. However, if you were one of the hundreds that showed up uh, in Nashville for a fantastic program, you didn't miss anything. And in fact, you got a double, quadruple, quintuple, no, septemple, is that a thing? I think it is, uh, dose of lots of conservative information and the, the nitty-gritty truth. I am here uh, professionally attired in my world's longest yard sale tank top because I am a professional journalist. No, no, I'm not. I think uh, here recently somebody uh, had to fess up uh, to be in a rhino in one of the liberal broadsheets, and it was uh, Senator Tard Gardenhire. And he said that people didn't think much of our publication up in Nashville, I guess, you know, talking about the other rhinos. Well, the thing about it is, I don't do this publication for the rhinos. I do it for the conservative Freedom Caucus up in Nashville to let them know that they're not alone. I do it for the taxpayers, and I do it for the voters. If you would, leave in the comments section that you can hear me loud and clear. Uh, tell me where you're listening from. I always like to know where our audience comes from. And as we go through these stories, please do make sure that you uh, comment in the comment sections. And hopefully by now, Jason has realized that I am live because I have failed to text him, as I promised, because we are not professional journalists here. We are citizen journalists that are just doing the best we can. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I'm just going to go ahead and clue you in on something here. You're going you're gonna to get to be part of the show. Lisa is from Memphis. Thank you. Glad that you're here. You're going to get to be part of a show because I'm going to call Jason right now and tell him that I am indeed going live because I didn't do it. Yes, sir. You know how I told you I was going to call you when I went live? Yes. Well, I didn't do it. But I'm live now. Yes. Say, say hello, Jason. Hello, Jason. Whoa, wow, it's a sense of humor. Andy's good looking, Andy single ladies. All right, Jason, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> all right, so I went down to Nashville, and it's been a long time since I went down to Nashville. We got seven big news stories. I forgot to tell you, this is the 10 Con Big Seven. If this is the first time that you've ever wandered upon this fantastic program, oh my gosh, we got all kind of people. We got Tom Rowland, who was at the Freedom Summit in Nashville. We got Floyd Colwell hearing you in DeKalb County, Tennessee, and Kevin Powers, the perennial supporter in Fayette County. All right. We have seven big stories. The seven biggest stories. Biggest? Largest? Is that? I think that's how you say it. Stories in Tennessee from a conservative perspective. Some will make you weep. Some will make you happy. So I went down to Nashville. And it's been a long time since I went to Nashville. And I used to go there a lot. Uh, Don McBride's coming in. He just found out I'm ultra MAGA and ultra sure we need to make America great again. I agree, Don. Um, amazing that any of y'all are seeing us. Facebook turned us uh, turned our distribution way, way down. Uh, for posting jokes, jokes, because jokes, you got to censor the jokes. But at any rate, back to Nashville, I used to go there a lot. I'm a big, huge country music, old gospel fan, as many of you know, and I love music in general, the blues, 
Um, I love jazz. Uh, you know, I can appreciate uh, pop music, uh, rock and roll, just about any kind of music that's done well. I can't get into rap. I've tried. Uh, I do nostalgically listen to rap occasionally uh, from the 1990s, but I've never actually purchased any of it. And so I go down to Nashville, right? My wife and I, we get you know, after the Freedom Summit, uh, I want to go to Roberts, Roberts Western World. They have the best the best music in Nashville, in my opinion. Still traditional, still uh, true to the roots. I better turn this thing off and put it on the old uh, airplane mode. And I get, we, we go to uh, Merchants. Merchants is our, our go-to place to go eat downtown. We get a room upstairs. And I'm looking down uh, from the second story of Merchants. Uh, down at, at the goings-on, you really get a bird's-eye view, and it is like Sodom and Gomorrah meets Hee Haw. There are buses of scantily clad women showing their hind parts to folks as they walk by. There are buses of scantily clad men showing their hind parts uh, on buses so that the passerbys can apparently cheer them and look at them. I uh, have no idea why the biggest uh, outbreak of monkeypox is presently in Nashville. I, I can't figure out what could possibly be causing that, but I'm thinking a lot of it's coming from Broad Street. Just my observations. And I thought to myself, you know, 10 years ago, there were people wandering around, and there were some occasional drunks, and there were some definitely some rowdy folks. But like I could have taken, before the sun went down, I could have taken my daughter to Robert's. You know, my, you know, probably need to take her during lunch before it gets crowded. My 10-year-old daughter, I could take her to go listen to some good country music on on Broadway. I could I could I could do it. I could you couldn't do it now. Back to the Tennessee Freedom Summit. We had great speakers, fantastic patriots that were there, organizational leaders, elected representatives. Congressman Green opened it up. We had uh, um, Deputy Speaker Janice Bowling, the Iron Lady, uh, Dennis Powers talked on illegal immigration, social media censorship, uh, lots of great other uh, individuals, uh, Gary Humble, Tory Venable, uh, Robin Steenman. Um, I'm going to leave some people out. Uh, Alex Abernathy, I'm probably going to leave somebody out. I'm sorry. Uh, Lori Cardoza Moore, just a great group. And there was a, a gentleman there by, uh, named Mr. Sung Kim who escaped from California just days ago. And if you're out there, Mr. Sung Kim, thank you for coming. Uh, he escaped from Nashville just a few days ago, and the very first thing he did when he landed in the volunteer state, after he kissed the ground and thanked that he was no longer in the People's Communist Republic of uh, California, was to attend the Tennessee Freedom Summit. And uh, we were glad he did. And we had lots of transplants. And a lot of the transplants that came uh, from other states, especially the liberal ones, are so passionate about our state because they have seen what happens when you sit on your hands and you let rhinos turn into, turn into Democrats who turn into leftists. And you can lose your state entirely. That's what happened to California. So we, we can't let rhinos uh, turn us slowly but surely into the corporate welfare utopia uh, that they are trying to. It's amazing. You know, people are kind of aggravated right now, and I am, about Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness bullcrap. I mean, I worked really hard to pay off my loans, uh, worked really hard, uh, and my wife did as well, to pay off her loans. And then to think that people that have made bad decisions are going to get your taxpayer dollars, it just burns me up. I mean, like, why not make the colleges responsible? I used to work—I'm going to get to these stories, I promise you. I'm going to get to these stories. 
This is a, just a long wind-up. I used to work in the uh, financial aid office at Jacksonville State University. And I watched what they did day in and day out, and it was criminal. Kids would come in, had zero financial literacy. This happens in universities all over America, zero financial uh, literacy. And those financial aid workers would load these people up, and I can routinely remember hearing, well, just take all the money. If you don't use it, you can give it back. Kids aren't going to give that money back. That is, you are just in, uh, creating an indentured servants class. Well, now, Joe Biden's new proposal, it's a, it's a freeloading handout, but there's no proposal in there for making the universities accountable for selling something that doesn't deliver on their promises. It is the worst. It's government corrupt, woke, uh, indoctrination centers who are bloated, who grow, I think, since around the 1970s, five times larger than inflation, reckless, endangering young people who are foolish, who later get out with loads of debt and who are angry because they don't understand how free market economics works. And so this is just a sham. This is just a sham. And I know it's vote buying, but you know what? Democrats do this student loan forgiveness stuff to buy votes, and Republicans do the corporate welfare to get money in their campaign coffers and up in Nashville and to load and to feather the pockets of their rich elitist friends. Democrats do it one way, rhinos do it another. On with the show. First story. Critics say Republican majority and General Assembly slow to address anti-white crisis at publicly funded university. I'm going to be interviewing somebody about this today. Um, and yesterday I interviewed similar to this, but in a different uh, educational locale, and be looking for this, Dr. Carol Swain, about this, uh, and an opportunity to educate school boards about the recent legislation uh, against divisive concepts. Back to the story. Public-funded University of Tennessee has been working to implement sweeping diversity policies since 2020. House Bill 2670 and Senate Bill 2290 was signed into law this April by Governor Lee, but critics say it doesn't go far enough in stemming the tide of diversity, equity, and inclusion ideologies. The bill prohibits public institutions of higher education from requiring that students or employees embrace divisive teachings as a stipulation of any grade, diploma, employment, opportunity, or tenure. But liberals are sneaky, right? They just change the meanings of words. As soon as you call some kind of training critical race theory, well, then they start calling it diversity and inclusivity and whatever. And then as soon as you pass a law with one word salad, they, 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 got, a, they, got, they got five five courses of word salad in the first, the first pass coming right behind it. They're sneaky. Additionally, public universities cannot mandate these things. The National Association of Scholars, who I'm going to speak with John Saylor today, released a report that examined the implementation of DEI action plans at UTC that they had acquired through public records request. And the report, author and research associate John Saylor, we'll get more into this today, you'll see it next week, said the University of Tennessee's diversity action plans are nothing short of a blueprint for an institutional overhaul. Saylor predicts that true education will erode and indoctrination will flourish. According to the new law, should UT follow through with these plans, students and employees may be eligible to pursue legal remedies. Just last year, I need to change the slide. Somebody's got to be here to help me. I'm not doing a good job at this. New slide. Hopefully that helps your viewing experience. 
According to the new uh, law, UT should follow through with these plans. Students and employees may be eligible, as I said, to pursue legal remedies. Just last year, UT uh, Knoxville Chancellor Donde Plowman urged colleagues to read the book How to Be an Anti-Racist. I'm sure, I am sure that somebody who's encouraging uh, their colleagues to read the book How to Be an Anti-Racist has no plans to take our conservative taxpayer dollars that rhinos let them have to further fund their indoctrination centers. No, no. That, that's not a clue that any of that's coming down the pike. Not a chance. And she has been leading the charge for DEI to be implemented across the board. Here we have somebody flouting, using our own tax dollars, laws passed by the legislature to prevent it. Why these rhinos allow it to happen? I can't, I do understand why. Because they, they say one thing and they do another. They're double-minded. Plowman received an almost 25% increase in pay in July. The $160,000 raise puts her salary at $820,000 a year, just shy of a million. It remains to be seen whether the law that the Republican majority passed will be enough to arrest DEI policies in the UT system. A million dollars we're paying a year for new racism. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if somebody in a in a in a university advocated for I think y'all should really read how, how to be a white supremacist. I'd like to recommend that to all my colleagues. How to be a white supremacist. It's a great it's great. Should be drummed out in a matter of no time. The devil isn't lazy. This is just racism dressed up in a different garbs. About the time people finally woke up to figure out uh, that certain white folks in American history uh, had abused black folks and other people, and we finally got that fixed. The devil comes in and goes, oh, I got an idea. I got an idea. Let's get some white folks and let's get some black folks and some, and then some other people, some other folks to take that same racism and then put it toward white people. I mean, he just has the same old playbook, and we're too stupid to see it. It amazes me. Next story. City of Nashville to give tax breaks to companies who cover out-of-state abortion expenses for employees. Can you believe it? Like I said, it's Sodom and Gomorrah meets Hee Haw over there in Nashville. New legislation signed by both the City of Nashville government and Nashville uh, and Davidson County government would provide a tax break to companies that kill babies. I don't need to read all the rest of this. Transportation, medical treatment, etc. Could you imagine living in a time right now? Daddy, what, what if I had to explain this to my 10-year-old's class at her Christian school? Why, Daddy, why, why do uh, adults want to kill children in the womb? Evil? I, I don't know how else to say it. Companies would be required to submit a report on whether they are providing those benefits or not, uh, or not in order to receive the tax break. The tax break is intended for, quote, companies seeking economic and community development incentive grants and payments in lieu of taxes. The legislation states that the Metropolitan Council supports the right to abortion access previously established under Roe v. Wade and finds the restrictions upon reproductive rights and private health care Decisions threaten the safety and well-being of residents in Nashville and Davidson County. Nashville leaders are also looking, this is the, the good part, also looking for a way to compensate government employees to travel out of town to kill babies in the womb. 
Whoa. Next story. Nashville All-Girls School pauses gender diversity policy to admit boys who identify as girls. This is actually one of the best stories I've seen in a while, and I hope that it is a template for parents and for alumni that sit on these boards of these woke universities to cut off funds. And if you've made a $100,000, $50,000, two million dollar pledge, you just say, uh-uh, get your money somewhere else. Get your tuition somewhere else. After significant pushback from the community, the school has decided to pause on the enactment of the new gender diversity policy to allow applications. Now, all these stories are being posted in the comments section. Go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com, read them. I've given you the short version, the long versions on the website. In a letter to the Board of Trustees stated, We recognize that this philosophy elicited strong reactions of support and opposition beyond our expectations. Idiots. Based on the response from our school community, Harpeth Balls, I'm sorry, Harpeth Hall, is choosing to pause the adoption of the philosophy in order to engage a wider audience and continue discussion. I hate it when people just word salad instead of just speak what they're trying to do. Kevin says, this shows that when you become vocal, change can happen. I agree. Following the initial letter sent out to parents regarding the school's decision to allow boys who identify as girls into schools, parents showed strong opposition, citing concerns for their daughter's safety and for the integrity of the elite all-girls school. One Tennessee conservative subscriber told us that the school's woke agenda is far from over and that citizens should not be complacent over a small uh, victory. What? We got some issues over here. Technical difficulties. Uh-oh. We got the picture back up here. Our community is aware of how liberal the school has become. There's no conservatives, no tolerance, uh, with students even receiving lower grades when turning in work when conservative values or viewpoints are expressed. Nothing Christian. Despite the pause in the policy, the subscriber states the school still plans to roll out this for sure. Now listen, Bob says, parents simply walk away. Nothing hurts a liberal more than a cut and pay. You're absolutely right. Now listen, something else that isn't in that story, I'll move on to the next slide. Well, that was supposed to be the slide from the previous one. Now you, you know, hopefully that's helpful. Um, what, what is not in this that is in the longer story and that I've seen in other places is, is the letter that the parents and some of the board members and probably some of the donors sent and they said, it's not enough. We're calling for the resignation of all these people that were involved in this because obviously not only do you not share our values, not only do you not care about setting a good example for the girls and protecting them and their safety. I mean, people that send their kids to an all-girls college are typically pretty conservative. That's a conservative move. You're doing that for a reason. And then I like the best part of the letter that they sent them. Uh, said that we don't think that, that you're taking the financial stewardship of the university right, which is correct. This little stunt that the board pulled at Harpeth Hall, you talk about something that ruins a university's, uh, not a university, that ruins a school's um, reputation. I worked at Baylor School prep school, very similar, doing major gifts fundraising after I worked for Senator Corker. And this is the kind of stuff that when alumni hear about it that don't share the new woke values, that money dries up. And then people who, who are just normal, average Americans, not even like, I mean, this is a far to the left move to let somebody who has a penis who pretends to be a woman to go to school at an all-girls school. This is like radical. Hurts enrollment. 
Hertz Endowment. I hope universities like this go woke and go broke, or boarding schools, I should say, prep schools, whatever you want to call them. All right, guys. You think you're going to get this news from anywhere else? You think you're going to open up the Chattanooga Times Free Press, the Knoxville News Sentinel, the Memphis Appeal, the Tennessean? You think you're going to hear about these stories presented the way they are? Two words, hell no. We are the only friggin' one. And we don't just send out one story a day, people, about Tennessee. We keep, we got multiple. I mean, we keep you abreast of the most important things. Now, if you turn around one day and our news publication is gone with the wind, it ain't there anymore. Oh, do you remember when that Tennessee conservatives is there? I'll tell you why it's gone. Only less than 4% of our subscribers give. I guess everybody just stands around hoping somebody else will do it. That's how stuff happened, like what happened at Harpeth Hall. That's how, that's how Nashville turns into what it is. That's how the legislature turns into what it is. We got to get off our duff, people. When people say they're conservative, I just really feel like saying, show me your calendar and show me your bank account. Let me look at the transactions. If I don't see any support going to conservative organizations out of your bank account, and if I don't see any time going toward doing more than just posting on Facebook or consuming content, all great things to do. You got to be informed before you can take action. But there's a point of diminishing returns. We need your support. I ain't even going to lie about it. Send your checks to the Tennessee Conservative, 1523 East 27th Street, Chattanooga, Tennessee, 37404. You can send them there. We get them. Uh, we get them. We open them up, and we deposit them, and we send out thank you notes because we're very grateful for our donors, and not many. And less than 1% give recurring. So if you can make some kind of monthly donation, go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. Make a monthly donation. And when you do, we will send you a Don't California My Tennessee bumper sticker. Unless you're like uh, the gentleman from California, in which case you can come here. We're happy for you. Many Californians support our publication. A proud Tennessee conservative bumper sticker. We will send you a presently outdated directory, but we're updating this puppy. We'll get that thing updated. Jason, when, when are they going to update that stuff on the website? I wonder if it's going to be until January. It may be in way, they may wait till January to people take over. I'm not sure. And if you give $50 or more, or if you give a recurring donation of 10 or more, we will send you this proud Tennessee conservative tumbler. It is uh, made uh, from a melted-down meteorite that came from a very conservative uh, alternative planet. And uh, it will imbue you with powers of bravery, common sense, and decency uh, when you give this. All liquids drank out of this. If you can pour something in here and then you know hand it to a liberal... Uh, it will red pill them immediately if they drink out of this cup. So uh, leave it laying around. You know, put some uh, some some bougie elitist beverage in here. Uh, take it to a liberal cocktail party. You may save the world. On to the next story. What what am I doing here? Jeez Louise! What kind of a show are you running, Brandon Lewis? Not the best one, but it's it's all we got, right? Beggars can't be choosy. Latest ESSER surveys ask stakeholders to rank how important mental health services are in schools. Before I read this story, I don't trust institutions that can't teach kids how to read, write, or do mathematics to do anything any more complicated or dangerous. I'm telling you, story after story we bring you here at the Tennessee Conservative reinforces my belief that public education, government education, is doomed. 
School choice is our only way out. Can we make it suck marginally less if we really put our nose to the grindstone? Yeah, but meanwhile, these kids' lives are being ruined. Focus on the basics. That's what I do as a business coach. People come to me with all these harebrained BS ideas they got about things that are secondary and tertiary, and I'm like, no, 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 no. All your problems are because you're not doing the basics well. These schools do not do the basics well. Each Tennessee school district has its own survey for the community to weigh in, and the dates for which they must complete this is fast approaching. So if you can figure out where this is on your LEA, tell them we don't, we don't want this crap in our schools. Every LEA in the state is required uh, to update the safe return to in-person instruction and con continuity of service plan at least every six months through September 3rd, 2023, seeking public input. Public schools in Tennessee will receive over $4.5 billion in federal money. There it is again. All the evil that comes down from corrupt Washington we need to get away from this in our state. And you know, I watch Bill Lee and the legislature throw so many people under the bus for federal money, including our kids. Well, if we can get our hands on some money, buddy, some inflationary, economy-crashing money, we'll do whatever it takes. According to sources, Tennessee is heavily investing in the American Rescue Plan, ESSER, funds in social-emotional learning, critical race theory derivative, Programs under the guise of students' mental health, they sneak this crap in any way they can. Metro National Schools currently survey asked stakeholders to rank the following priorities for funds. Social-emotional learning, educator and staff support, building of infrastructure, accelerating academics. All community stakeholders may fill out the current survey, visit your county school website, and search for ESSER in order to participate, or go to this article on our website, which Jason just posted, to do so. Next story, I'm telling you, we just, but I hate to cover so many academic stories, but it's where over half of our budget in the state goes, maybe more. If you know exactly how much goes to education, both secondary and post-secondary, tell me. Jason, maybe you can find out the answer to that. Maybe we write a story on it. I think people just don't realize how much money gets wasted in these government job factories. East Tennessee State University requests blanket authority to mandate vaccines for future outbreaks. Let me get this straight. We don't even know about the health implications of what's going on presently. The CDC has been walking back almost every recommendation that they used to call misinformation. More and more information is coming out that there, there's not 100% positive results from these things, that they are ineffective largely, especially at transmission. And these jokers want to put kids who are very susceptible to the pressure from authority, health at risk on scanty information just whenever they, whenever they think it'd be a good idea, just on a whim. Despite the fact that the Centers for Disease Control has now relaxed pandemic guidance even further, one Tennessee university is still requesting the authority to mandate things. The East Tennessee State University officials have not yet acquiesced to this new guidance, even though their latest push claims they use CDC as a guideline. If you have been using CDC as a guideline, and we had this fight at my kid's small school, 
And I, I hope that everybody who's ever tried to recommend the CDC as a guideline in any in any academic environment will now admit that they were idiots. Idiots. Because these people have been on the right, left, back, both sides of the coin. They flipped the coin 15 times. Government sucks at doing simple things. Simple, simple things. Put a piece of paper in the mailbox. Over budget. Can't keep up. Can't deliver good customer service. That's about the simplest thing, that, one of the simplest things the government does. Patch some holes in the road. Can't do it. Can't do it. They keep their hands off Social Security funds. Can't do it. Balance a budget. Can't do it. When you look at the government's ability to can't do, and then you look at a university like this and the CDC trying to do things that are far more complicated than the mission which they're currently tasked with and failing at, it is baffling. Human folly. Read Ecclesiastes. Like, apparently, it does not matter how much education you get, how many history books they print. Human folly. ETSU filed a request for a rulemaking hearing on July 1st asking if they can be given power to set their own vaccine mandates in the case of an outbreak of any communicable disease. Any. Any communicable disease. Good grief. The request adds the following to the school's list of immunization requests. Unless otherwise exempted by this current rule or law, additional immunizations may be required in accordance with the Senator for Disease Control and Prevention. I mean, take a big wheel, like Wheel of Fortune, and you just spin it. Mask, no mask, double mask, 15 mask, this shot, that shot, stand here, stand there, be around people, don't be around people, does matter, doesn't matter. Just take the CD, the CD Wheel of Fortune. You just whip that thing around, and it'll go plink, 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 and it'll land on something random, which will be their recommendation this week. And these people want to depend on that for the welfare and safety of kids. Any schedule in response to an epidemic, pandemic, or emergent communicable disease outbreak really makes me question the ability of these folks to like look at what just happened and make reasonable decisions. Next story. Report questions Tennessee public schools spending of $3.5 billion in COVID-19 relief funds. I'm sure they did it very responsibly, ethically, and honestly. That funding, however, was then used by districts for items such as mattress pads, instant pots, toaster ovens. I'm sure I'm sure that's really going to that's going to stop the spread of the pandemic. Apple pens, security cameras, sound systems. Sending teachers to a conference in Baltimore seems like that is a super spreader event. The funds were part of the Elementary and Secondary School Emergency Relief Fund or ESSER, which has had three phases of funding. It just bloated federal government. I mean, talking about drunker drunken sailor sailor spending, at least drunken sailors run out of money. They just keep printing it and putting the tax burdens on you and your grandkids' shoulders. The Nashville-based think tank sent public records requests detailing spending from 12 school districts and found that spending of the funds included $25 million for a new building in Hamilton County Schools, $3 million to design a new elementary school in Metro Nashville. Why in the world do you need $3 million to design a school? Why? Why? Pick a plan. I mean, I mean, there's only so many ways you can put kids in a room and go to lunch and recess and everything else and sit in an amphitheater or play basketball or go to a football game. Just take, a, take an old plan from somewhere else. Spend a few hundred dollars, get some people that have some brains together, 
wasteful. In Metro Nashville, $24,000 for Legos in Greene County. Legos. $100,000 for retracted bleachers in McNary schools and $766,000 to upgrade uh, doors and windows with tinted glass in Lauderdale County. The report asks, though new schools and renovations can be a legitimate purchase for a school district to make, uh, we question why these items were bought with relief funds that should have gone to remedying learning loss. I'm sure, I'm sure Legos and tinted windows and school designs, um, I'm sure that that's re and retracted bleachers. That's going to help our kids learn to read and write. Wasteful. Well, the guy goes on to say, you know, only 36% read at grade level. Are tinted windows, retractable bleachers, and walk-in coolers really going to help students academically? I'm sure, in the minds of liberals, it will. Other highlighted expenditures include $16,000 for virtual reality goggles in Weekly County, $160,000 to resurface a playground in Pickett County, $780,000 for playground equipment in Murray County. Well, hell, if they're not going to learn anything, they might as well go out and play, right? $45,000 for a new walk-in cooler in Hawkins County. Multiple federal relief bills were passed because legislators believe schools needed these funds immediately to combat the pandemic and learning loss. Learning in, in academics is like the last thing on the minds of anybody in academia and government schools. It has to be. It has to be. You can't make that your number one priority and fail as bad as these people do at delivering results. I'm not going to read the rest of this crap. I'm sorry I've had to bring these stories to you. Please, something that doesn't have anything to do with education and how bad it sucks when the government does it. Oh, thank God we got one. Now, this is a ray of sunshine. Chattanooga requests coordination with bus company dropping off illegal immigrants so the city can accommodate their needs. We had legislation that Dennis Power carried that would have prevented this in the state of Tennessee, and rhinos killed it because they want illegal immigration. Bill Lee, Cameron Sexton, and Randy McNally, I can't see any empirical evidence after the last session given us being in this travesty that they are anything but lovers of illegal immigration. They may say one thing, but they do another when the opportunity comes. Cameron Sexton is supposed to be, quote-unquote, running for governor. We don't need Bill Lee 2.0 on illegal immigration, but it looks like that's what we're going to get. I mean, the Speaker could have gotten that through the House easily. Social media censorship could take Mark White off the education department uh, or the education committee head. Failures. Let me read these big pile of failures. The House has an obligation and a duty to represent the will of Tennesseans on this and illegal immigration. We got nothing out of the House. It could have all been guided out of the House with the help of Cameron Sexton. It never was. I've tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. Despite previous reports that buses carrying illegal, uh, illegal aliens from Texas to, see, to, to D.C. would no longer be making stops in Chattanooga, a conversation with a representative of the Chattanooga Mayor's Office has revealed that those reports are not accurate. The representative from the Chattanooga Mayor's Office told that the office of the mayor never requested or implied that the buses should cease riding through Chattanooga. He did say, however, that the charter bus company should coordinate their stops with the city officials so they could provide airport transportation. At whose expense, I wonder? Have translators on hand, if necessary, at whose expense, I wonder, and coordinate any other needs. He said it would be difficult to put a precise number on the number of legal migrants who have transisted, transited through Chattanooga, because Chattanooga is an East Coast logistical hub and thousands of people legally transit through every day without notifying the mayor's office 
as is their right to do in free and open society. However, uh, we did assist more than 50 legal migrants, as if he would know. I'm sure they took took checked all the documentation, made sure these were legitimate asylum seekers. And uh, reaching the airports, so they could get to their final destinations. Once we were made aware that some were having difficulty in getting there from here at various locations, we had uh, exited these particular buses. He indicated that the city is welcoming to the migrants by stating, as with many cities, Chattanooga businesses have suffered from the same labor shortage. Here we go again, cheap labor. The same labor shortages that businesses across the country uh, have faced these last years, and we certainly are open and welcoming to those who would ultimately choose to make their life and contribute here to prosperity and growth, whether illegally or not. Could have all been stopped, at least stymied, in the Tennessee General Assembly. What did we get? Opposition, obstruction, Chamber of Commerce, NFIB, Cameron Sexton, Bill Lee, Randy McNally not offering the support. Guys, y'all got to start holding these guys accountable. I can't do it by myself. I can give you the information. You can draw your own conclusions. This stuff is terrible. I mean, it is obviously a clear and present problem that is not getting fixed. All right, so what's going on? What are we doing this weekend in the Lewis household? For those of you who don't, you know, who, God, I'd love to listen to this guy, but he is long-winded. You can just drop off now. That's perfectly fine. But do, before I get to that, send us your support. Subscribe to our free daily e-newsletter. Share our stories and podcasts. Give us a little review. If you listen to this instead of watch it, and a lot of you do, just send us a little review. Hey, five-star review. Share it with some friends. Check out our podcast, Get Informed, Get Involved, TennesseeConservativeNews.com and TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. Karen says, yes, we still have to vote uh, for Lee as we have a real conservative running and we really do not want a Democrat. You know what? I think we do want a Democrat. And I'll tell you why, Karen. This is terrible. I'm going to get hate mail for this, I'm sure. Do I want a Democrat in, in the governor's office? No. Would they do some serious damage in the governor's office? Probably. But we've got a supermajority in the Senate and the House. And if they had, if we had a Democrat governor fighting with the legislature, they have a veto-proof majority. Maybe they would buck up and fix some of this stuff if there was some conflict. Sometimes I think one of the biggest reasons we don't have true conservative legislation move forward to fix things like education and illegal immigration and social media censorship in our state is because we don't have there's, – there's no opposition there's no there's nobody to fight and so the the rhino corporatists just continue to line their pockets in the pockets of their friends both in campaigns account and otherwise as we've seen as we've seen you know Glenn Cassida all that monkey business but sometimes I wouldn't wonder if we got a few more Democrats up in Nashville if we wouldn't get better legislation. I hate it, but it's sad when you think that. That we've got to get to that point. Maybe maybe we could actually have to start defending uh, our conservative values. Probably a little bit of a radical uh, look at it. What are we going to do this weekend? Well, today uh, I'm going over, uh, dressed as I am presently, uh, to sign the paperwork to sell the old home place. Uh, kind of makes me sad. Uh, but it's it's part of it. Uh, I've got to do a little bit of choring around the house. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza. Gosh, I should have said that right at the very beginning, and I forgot. Dinesh D'Souza. I can never pronounce his name correctly. I guess I better better learn before this weekend. Uh, there's a great event uh, in Chattanooga, Tennessee. It is a screening of 2,000 mules. Uh, there are various opportunities. Um, Jason, if you can post find the Hamilton 
County Conservatives website. I know that we've shared uh, articles about this already on our website. So if you could post that uh, in the comments section. It was not in the Big 7 outline, and I didn't tell you to, and I just forgot. And so if you're, that's what I'm going to be at. So if you're here in the Chattanooga area and you hear this before Saturday, um, tomorrow, then come by the booth. I'll be there manning it myself. Uh, my staff had to go through enough uh, hardship and, and aggravation this last weekend uh, doing the two-day event for the Tennessee Freedom Summit. They did it willingly and happily, and if without them, we could not possibly do it, and they did a great job. But I will not then ask them to do something that old BL can do by himself. So I will be out there uh, at the Dinesh event. So if you can join me, that would be fantastic. Um, it is a great um, it is a great event uh, put on by a good organization. Um, Dr. Keith Dressler uh, is involved in it. who's a big supporter of our publication. Chris Widener, who was at the uh, Hamilton County um, or is at the Freedom Summit this weekend. Uh, I know Becky uh, Cope English also involved in it. Good friends of mine. So come on down, join us at that event. Uh, what else? That's enough. I'm tired of doing stuff. I just want to go to church on Sunday, and I want to piddle around the house this weekend and maybe go uh, to the gym if I can ever get there. I've put gym clothes on like three days this week, two days this week, three days this week, and I've got I've gotten to it once because we got we still got shenanigans going on with our house. We got contractors showing up unannounced without written scopes of work, unsupervised. It, it's just been a mess, and. Um, having to write letters back and forth attorneys are involved it's the whole nine yards it's just a mess you know I, I work I coach contractors for a living and the gentleman that I picked uh, to do my house John Tetherow Construction is the kind of person that gives contracting a bad name it's why people don't trust the trades because uh, we've got more bad ones than good ones because the the capital required to get into it is so so meager uh, if you got boots and a cell phone and a truck, you're a, you're a con- quote unquote contractor. Um, well, not so, not so. So that's it. That's my plans for this weekend. I think uh, Kristen is going to cook some beef stir fry tonight. She was marinating that stuff last night. Should be a good meal. Um, next weekend we're going to have the whole family over to the house again. Even though we don't have floors and a third of the house. People are just going to have to be like old old Jimmy Dickens sleeping at the foot of the bed. They're just going to have to curl up on the on the plywood and, and do their best. Uh, what are you all doing this weekend? Leave it in the comments section. Uh, I would also encourage you in, as, in closing, go find us on other uh, conservative channels. Freedom of speech is not safe where most of you get our content. Uh, we even have our inbox turned down for email. Uh, we're about to do something here shortly. Uh, Jason just posted that event in the notes section. We're about to do something here shortly where we uh, are going to ask for your mailing address. Uh, we had an, another uh, person, uh, Lori Cardoza Moore, had her social media cut off at, at Vimeo. I mean, their organization that's almost exclusively about anti-Semitism and preventing it. And you're like, what, what's freedom of speech is just under attack. And so do go to Truth Social, do go anywhere else we are uh, that is more inclined to allow our content to be shared, um, really shared, not uh, shared, restricted, curated, penalized, turned down, etc. cetera. Uh, freedom of speech is like the, the most American thing we got going and one of the biggest reasons our country 
uh, was able to th- thrive and survive to the degree that it has. But there are those who don't want that. Are we on Rumble? Yes, we are, Karen. I don't know about Wimkin. Unfamiliar. There's a new one every day. You know, maybe I should start one. I'm just joking. We're on Truth Social. Look, he just posted it right there for you, Karen. All right, guys. Enough with the rambling. Enough with the rambling. More professionalism, more concise journalisming. Until next time, I'm Brandon Lewis of the Tennessee Conservative. Love y'all, mean it. Uh, if you have anything, got any news tips, do email it to news at tennesseeconservativenews.com. We get those in our hot little hands, and we bring them to you. Take care, guys. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon.